0: When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't say going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so oh, it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello everyone in the podcast universe, this is gayish. The
1: podcast that practices with the lips, the clip, the tip of the teeth
0: oh god oh that was a lot to handle okay great um right up top yeah we need a we boom need a, yeah speaking of boom we need to get your boom further away from your face i think i'm mike johnson why that didn't sound wonderful tip of the teat tip of the teat tip of the teat sibilance uh sibilance. i'm kyle gets and we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality and today we're going to talk about tops. We're going to talk about tops. Those things that spin around that you give to children. It's
1: going to be a very Jewish celebration of <laughs> tops right today. Uh, no, no. The things that put things inside you.
0: Oh, really?
1: I mean, you can put tops inside you as well. You can spin them on
0: your ass. and <laughs> I, Anything's a butt plug if you try hard enough. <laughs> uh, but first. But first. Uh, the news. The news, yeah. Great. So first up. To the surprise of no one, a study this week that came out links toxic masculinity with supporting Donald Trump. (laughs) So uh, a a team from Penn State University found a correlation between belief in, quote unquote, hegemonic masculinity. Mm. Uh, It correlated that belief with voting for Trump. That's the notion that men should be strong, tough and dominant. There were 2007 participants the researchers recruited those who held outdated ideals of manhood were more likely to vote for and have positive feelings about Trump. (laughs) Um, This held true even when they controlled for political party gender and how much the participants trusted the government. Quote, the pervasiveness of hegemonic masculinity exists because we do not always know that our attitudes and behaviors are contributing to it, said doctoral candidate Nathaniel Shermerhorn, who was involved in the study. <laughs> I love his name, I don't know. You? <laughs>
1: Did he earn... It? I hope he earns his doctorate because of this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just, Just Dr. Shermerhorn.
1: Dr. Shermerhorn, <laughs> tell me more about masculinity.
0: Oh, God. So... This I, I, I think that this is about as cunti kind of as you can get in academia. Are you ready?
1: <laughs> I mean I did have that whole thing that was like an academic fuck you to the other people sure, but
0: sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Professor Teresa vesio added that while Trump's ideals of masculinity may resonate with voters, few are actually able to embody them. <laughs> Quote, How did they print? <laughs> what data do they have to support that? I'm very interested. Quote: In contemporary America, idealized forms of masculinity suggest that men should be high in power, status, and dominance, while being physically, mentally, and emotionally tough. Which is interesting that
1: mentally tough, like Trump, it's again like what they call mentally tough, had is not like actually being intelligent or eloquent it's about like
0: facts and, bruh, and logic. yeah <laughs> no it's
1: about like if your mouth spits out words loudly
0: okay by the way what So much feedback about your bro voice from the last episode. And (laughs) it almost sounded like it just a second ago.
1: Yeah, dude, Donald Trump. I hear he wants to give me more jobs and hit Mexicans on the face. Cool. Yeah, bro. Let's have five and vote. Oh man. I'll give you a blow job. Cause 'cause I'm gay. It's just fun. Yeah, dude.
0: Bro's up and (laughs) bros. Okay. Let me finish her cunty quote. Um, but this is an incredibly high standard that few can achieve or maintain. Therefore, this is an idea that many men strive to achieve, but few men actually exhibit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's rare using the word cunt cunty in a positive way. Yeah, uh, you're yeah. you're like complimenting her, y- yes, like this absolutely. is this, which is a fun That's, fun thing you just did. But absolutely, yeah. I
0: have a, I have a group of gay fraternity brothers that I hang out with from time to time, and and we use that as a as a term of endearment with each other, mm. and I i realize that not everybody does that so i apologize if, the, if that word is like
1: i mean you view that if if people don't like it you've long used that word
0: and i i've just had to accept that so yeah
1: we're, yeah that's where we're
0: at yeah um, but then, there's data yeah. not not that they care about data but there's <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's yeah <laughs> um And uh, this is a footnote. This is what makes it gayish. So-called macho men with aggressive and anti-LGBT plus attitudes are twice as likely to be at risk of depression or suicidal tendencies and up to five times more likely to engage in sexual harassment and online physical or verbal bullying, Hmm. the study showed. So these like toxic masculine men, the ones that are anti-LGBT are at massive risk of mental health or their mental health problems make them act that way i don't know which is the cause and which is the effect yeah
1: well it's it makes sense if they're like they have these feelings of inadequacy like they can't live up to the ideals that they think that donald trump holds so they respect that Mm -hmm. and then they feel shitty about themselves because they are not the masculine in charge power person and and uh, so i could see that all connecting like i can see your respect for him being based on the belief of things he does is good and and you think that's what a man should do and that's why you respect it which means you don't understand it and you don't understand yourself and don't understand what masculinity means do you know if you just change your views you'll be happier you can instead of medication
0: just change your political views yeah and and per usual straight guys suck a dick once see if it makes you a better person (laughs) <laughs> uh moving on next
1: that is, that was a very fitting one for this uh discussion about tops though yeah Just for sure. traditional masculine ideals all that shit
0: for sure for sure um so uh, a little bit of sad news um thursday the 14th of january trailblazing lgbt plus activist ken jones who helped fund gilbert baker's pride flag has passed away after a battle with cancer Uh, He was a pioneer who pushed for the desegregation of the LGBT plus rights movement and worked alongside activists like Roma Guy, Sally Miller, Gearhart, and Gilbert Baker in San Francisco. Uh, He was the first black chair of the San Francisco LGBT plus Pride Celebration Committee Board, worked for the San Francisco AIDS Foundation from its uh, conception, and even illegally traveled to Cuba in the 1980s to help with the AIDS crisis there. Damn. Uh, his life was dramatized in the 2017 ABC miniseries When We Rise, and later in life, he was ordained as a deacon so he could officiate weddings. Speaking of tops, When yeah. We Rise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is very sad
1: and <laughs>
0: monumental. And no, gayish. gay-ish. gay-ish. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. That, um, he uh screenwriter and activist dustin lance black who created when we rise also shared on facebook quote rest in power my magnificent friend my heart breaks at this morning's news that you've left this world mm. i will never forget ken's beaming smile his deep kindness and his indis- inextinguishable passion for fairness
1: i didn't know like any of the people you listed amongst the activists so i have some things to look up then yeah great thanks ken jones
0: one more piece of news. News the next. You ready? Yeah. Great. Mary Wiseman, who plays Anson Tilly on Star Trek Discovery. Uh, re- I didn't know what if that was like at a preposition
1: or her actual name or a noun that all blurred together. and I don't need you to tell me.
0: Great. Ensign <laughs> Tilly, who is. Oh, you're doing it. Well, I, no, no, I'm not going to explain who Santilli <laughs> oh, 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 is, oh, oh, oh. except just just to say that like, okay. th- is one of the main characters on Star Trek Discovery.
1: OK, got it. I thought I was going to get an in-depth discussion on.
0: Oh, you want one? No. I know you don't. But like, if you if you keep being a bitch, I'm going to give you
1: one. <laughs> Tops. Tops.
0: <laughs> Take it, bitch. Um, OK, well, this is going to be an episode. Kyle. <laughs> I can tell already. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, she has revealed that she is. Not straight is how she put it. Um, uh, she said in a Zoom call uh, that she has loved people of all genders. It was a interview that happened over Zoom and uh, the mic cut out just as she started to say, I'm not straight. Oh, God. So then um, there was a, a writer who followed up with her and she then confirmed it in a Twitter uh, DM. Quote, I did say this. It's not a big deal at all. I just didn't want to say I'm straight when I'm not. She wrote, uh, adding that before she met her husband Noah, who played Rin the Andorian, she, quote, dated and loved people of all genders. Uh, she went on to explain why she keeps fairly quiet about the topic. And I think this is super interesting and I want to talk about it. Um, quote, I never liked it when straight presenting women dominated conversations about bisexuality or pansexuality when I was with women. So I try not to do it now, but I also don't want it to, to feel like I'm hiding anything because I'm queer and proud. Hmm. And, um, it's 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 interesting something i'd never considered before when in the past she had been with women it bothered her or annoyed her when women in heterosexual relationships even if they were bi or pan and out about it she felt like they were dominating the conversation do you have have a reaction to that idea am i the only one that thinks it's interesting um no it's well
1: (laughs) mostly like it's it's less about the uh, one i still don't like the phrase heterosexual relationship i I really don't. don't like that uh uh an opposite gender a different gender relationship Great. is how I would say it. But, um, but no, th- I mean, to me, the, like my biggest reaction is less about the specifics and more in the general sense of like people that think about their dynamics, their privilege and their non-privilege and, and how they fit into like that universe. Like I, I, you can tell she's thinking about that in mm. everything, which that's what more people need to do. Mm. And so I, I respect that she's thinking through that and, um, and in general trying to respect others who she, she sees as has less of a voice. So,
0: but isn't that, isn't that giving into the idea that, that like, isn't that contributing to the invisibility of bi people?
1: I mean, the, the good part is she's the one that would be considered invisible. So if she doesn't feel invisible, then like she has, she's making that decision, you know, Mm -hmm. um, she's saying she sees a lot of people like her, And so, so it's, it's less about, it's like who, what percentage of the conversation do people in opposite gender relate by people in opposite gender relationships have. And Mm -hmm. if she's seeing most of them be people like her, then yielding some of her time. Like, it's like, what do I, what am I adding to this conversation? I think is something that a lot of people need to think about. Am I saying something that no other person has said, are there not enough of us? Are there, and it sounds like she's saying like, there's plenty of our voices. Like, let's get other people up in there.
2: Mm. -hmm, Mm. -hmm,
0: Mm. hmm she's she's fantastic and i also think it's notable and important that that she is unapologetically plus-sized and that's (laughs) not normal for most tv shows much less star trek which Mm. has been guilty of of i think indirectly fat shaming yeah and but um she her body visibly changed between seasons two and three and they didn't make a big deal about it in the show at all and i thought that was an interesting Hmm. choice but she's awesome the show is awesome season three if like catch up and watch her because season three is like some of the queerest shit that's ever happened on television and i love that the only cis straight white guys on the show these days are aliens (laughs) like there are no cis straight white humans on the screen like ever
1: yeah Um, yeah yeah
0: anyway nice uh last but not least in seattle washington Hmm? The cast of the Gayish Podcast is recording from their brand new studio space. Yeah. <laughs> Why are, are you laughing like that, Mike? We are in the Chris Kachatorian's studio today for the very first time, and um, it is it is it is it has been a journey.
1: To, it is to get here. It uh, is.
0: An ongoing journey.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, the fact that we are in this room when, like, just the. I mean you've talked about like you've had roommates here including Dan at one point and then you had a bunch of stacks of shit that you were trying to get out because you're a little, a little hoarder. Yeah. Um, and, and the fact that it's open enough to have a table sitting in here is pretty awesome. Yeah. Also we hung up bed sheets on the wall to
0: Yeah I have some acoustic tiles that are going to help make this room less live in the future but we did a test run without any sort of treatment and it was just unlistenable so yeah um we 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 put up bed sheets to cut down the echo a little bit lots of improvements planned for this room though right like yeah. it's just uh I, I i also okay so discord <laughs> i am a little bit of a hoarder you're not wrong about that and i posted a we play world of warcraft together as a guild on wednesday nights on our discord server for gayish and one of the discussions about that one of the discussions we had in there was that that this room was supposed to be our studio and that i've been sort of dragging my feet and not doing a super good job so i posted a picture in there of the room and true to form just as i expected got some accountability buddies out of that (laughs) uh and 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 the, the thing is the thing is they i did not consent or agree to this but but uh, i love them and i love that they love us and, <laughs> and um they decided that if i didn't get this room together in time that i was going to be punished by having to read a statement oh of some kind now i'm going to read it anyway even though we are in this room and recording today i definitely cheated you had to wade through a whole bunch of shit just to get in the door today um
1: Hey, it, it. No one says first place has to look pretty. Yeah. Like, you, like if you're if you're in it, you're in it. Or you got
0: it done. Is this it, Dan? No. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, so, you're doing. Oh, it is, gonna, it's I'm happening right now. I cheated, so I I just I want to I want to say thank you for all of the the accountability and 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 the help in that. And just read this anyway. So this is my punishment statement. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I, Mike Johnson, believe that the entire concept of Lieutenant Commander Data (gasps) is farce. Oh. (laughs) thinly failed and poorly executed ripoff of the true mastermind Spock. This ultimately makes Star Trek The Next Generation a horrendous embarrassment that makes it the most unwatchable show to ever be on TV. On top of making the show completely unviewable, Data is the most horrifying attempt at making an android that it should have been melted down in the factory like the robot in Terminator before it made its way out the door. Oh
2: no.
0: Thank you, you fucking bitches. Man, <laughs> this is great.
1: Thanks, Discord. I loved that. If you hear th- if if you just heard that play
0: three or four times in a row, I just I just made. That um, Welcome to the studio. That's the news.
1: And, uh, we are going to, like, as you said, continue to make improvements in this. We want to make sure that, uh, we have great sound quality for everyone. And we also want to, for like however many, almost four years, we, you have been packing and unpacking the equipment, like every single time we record, which is a whole bunch now. So, um, you all are going to, uh, your Patreon funds. Yeah
0: isn't that a good yeah no yeah way? plus we, I mean there's new furniture in here there's this equipment cart that is like like legit we'll take some pictures and post them because like your funds have definitely made a lot of what's going to happen in this room possible
1: yeah it's so it's going to yeah both make this room possible make it so we have a, a regular place to go to make our lives easier and make it help us spend more less time setting up and taking down more time on actually like recording and doing shit so I want to thank our brand new patreon members uh pup Howell. I was I was wondering who was gonna howl. That was fucking Dan. Uh, we needed. Wait, that. is it spelled how? Yeah. Oh. Oh, not it's not howell. It's oh. howl. Okay. That didn't clarify very well. No, it didn't. It it's how um Pub Howell. Uh Ethan James. Hey girl. You <laughs> <laughs> knew him. Uh um M, you knew this was coming. Um M, <laughs>
0: your mouth does this thing right before you say something ridiculous what? And, and it's just I, what does it look like uh, it, it it looks like uh, <laughs> your lips kind of make a butthole. <laughs> is it
1: is it warming up with the lips <laughs> yeah. the clit the tip of the teat um m pacane <laughs> sorry i really f- don't look at my page dan this is not for you i don't i don't need you um Pahikainen, um and mike I'm going to call him Mike pre-snack. I think it must be Presnick, but pre-snack sounds better to me. Pre-snack. Yeah. You eat Mike before you have your meal. Yeah. Um, that's right. Just a little yeah, appetizer. Thank you. To, <laughs> after all that, you still want to give us money. Um, we really do use it. Appreciate it. it. makes us feel warm and fuzzy as well. So, gay, you know, patreon.com slash Podcast. Great. Are we going to start the episode finally?
0: <laughs> yeah, let's Is start this the, the episode Is the real deal? Uh, yeah. By the way. Oh. I got feedback from some Scottish listeners that they only listen to the news. <laughs> I, I'm wondering,
1: I'm wondering if that's a good thing or not. Well, I'm. It's fine. I don't give a shit why you press that play button. Like, it d- <laughs> literally does not matter to our download numbers. Yeah. I mean, I hope you like. It. That's fine. Um, uh, yeah, I am a. As I will explain to you later, I must be a a total a true total top because i don't care about your pleasure oh god just okay. getting what i want um
0: oh great you, but, you talk like, about-
1: go ahead who who decides that who is listening to us just for the news i mean like those people but like what
0: it says a lot
1: why i
0: i don't i don't i don't know why
1: mike <laughs> scottish scottish listeners who just listened to the news oh you didn't make it this far you don't fucking know we're saying this i don't, <laughs> don't care. who knows they'll never we'll never know why okay yeah um let's can, talk about tops tops can great. can i start timeout tops
0: sure oh you look surprised well, let's
1: do it okay okay
0: it's great i mean let's not do it let's, let's not let's, do it let's, no, no, let, let's, let's talk about <laughs> this
1: demonstrate um no so uh i wanted to uh work our way into tops uh, instead of starting with the gay definition or the BDSM definition or anything, uh, I want to start by talking about lesbian tops. Okay, great. And it's pretty similar, so like, um, but I just thought we'd throw great. lesbians a bone at like a good top. Yep. Um, I, oh, I
0: yeah, I I have heard of lesbians referring to each other as tops and bottoms, and I've always thought that, that was really interesting. Go, it go surpri- ahead. It uh,
1: surprised me. I think it was on this show that I first heard that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, Hot Takes with Hot Ducks when I was listening to their show before they came on ours mm-hmm. i heard them talk about tops and bottoms and i was like oh mm-hmm. they so um uh this is from a bustle.com article uh where emma mcgowan a certified sex educator and writer uh the question like my girlfriend said she's a top what mm-hmm. um uh and it was came out in 2020 so um in lesbian relationships it tends to be she she acknowledges that like when you say top people tend to think of either gay men mm-hmm. or BDSM. Um, like those are the they do the images. <laughs> I, it, Emma McGowan, certified sex educator and writer, thinks so. I just
0: <laughs> I, I mean I'm a I'm a sheltered lad. I know that. Are you and are you trying to appeal to those Scottish listeners that aren't listening? <laughs> oh, by calling <laughs> by say, a lad, lad? yeah, <laughs> that's yeah maybe. Um, but like what's a BDSM top? I legit don't know. And I feel bad for not knowing, but that's not a word that I put in that context.
1: Oh, I mean, do you think of it more as like Dom? I mean, Dom, like for sure, but yeah. like, I mean, Tim fucking Dan, do you want to jump in here? Uh, Cause it seems like the same, like a similar thing, but more strict definitions in the BDSM world of like.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I usually think of top as being about sort of, Sexual positions and dom, dom/sub and top/bottom verse side um has been kind of separate. But I know, as I talked about previously, like switch gets used in both cases sometimes. Switches for some people, switch is synonymous with verse. In my mind, switch is about power. So you're like yeah. you switch power from dom to sub. I just um, imagine they're like. I think it's blurrier in lesbian relationships. Mm. I think that's where they they use the terminology differently than gay men use the terminology
1: Mm -hmm. um like in in the BDSM context at least i was thinking that like it it, more than just penetrative like there are lots of other things that you may do that may not involve penetrative that top could apply to Mm -hmm. um so coming soon to tops two our second episode (laughs) about tops we'll talk more about that but this is lesbians lesbians this is your time um uh the top is the person who takes a more active role in sex um, like uh, leading the action, starting kissing the first one to um, start to go to town on the on the pee on the P zone, um, eat out oral. Oh, fed. pussy! I thought you were. Mean, I thought you meant urine to start with. I was She starts. Confused. I mean, depending on what you're into, she pees on the other girl uh, first. Uh, you okay, know, okay, 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 woman, other woman. Sorry, I have to be respectful. <laughs> <laughs> she pees on the other woman first. Um, in a 2018 survey uh done by auto straddle this isn't even the gata section and we're already getting some gata what
0: auto straddle
1: auto straddle also this isn't gata this is lesbia okay <laughs> <You're> lesbia Great. <laughs> Great. um uh uh lesbian tops greatly prefer being on the giving end of sex acts rather than receiving uh twice as many tops uh uh prefer giving uh, compared to bottoms and um and they—it's not that they don't want to receive; it's just they're—they're they're far more likely to want want to give. Uh, but a stone top is one that never wants to be on the receiving end. Okay, I've never heard that in the gay world. Stone top, so that maybe that's a yeah. lesbian thing.
0: I thought that was the kind of counter oh. you could get in your kitchen.
1: <laughs> Granite or stone top.
2: <laughs> There's a very old, I believe, book. Uh, called I think Stone Book Stone Butch Blues. Um, it's like. It's like lesbian canon, like, like major lesbian book that oh. from a long time ago. And I don't have time to look it up super quickly right now, but, um, I suspect where the stone, that's where the stone comes from.
1: Oh, hmm. so our next book club is going to be lesbians. You go read it and then talk to each other about it yeah. <laughs> and we'll do nothing. We'll involve ourselves in no way. Hmm. Um, uh, the, the sentence that, um, uh, I liked in here that also applies to gay men uh, identifying as a top or bottom isn't correlated with any one gender expression or sexual orientation, mm-hmm. um, which well, you know, when we're talking about stereotypes, that's a huge, like you say that and it's like, well, stereotypically, there's so much about tops. Um, and she also said, of course, you know, this at, talk to your girlfriend about it, which is always the like, you know, but like, that's the good that's the good therapist or whatever advice is like when you say top what do you mean but like you know i'm glad she answered all of this too because like sometimes you want to like do your own research to be like what's she gonna do to me
0: yeah yeah absolutely and um i think it's interesting too that like i have to check my own phallocentrism i guess that's mm. the, the the word uh, like there's part of me that knows that it's wrong but still thinks lesbian top is like the one that wears the strap on and, and like that's not that,
1: i uh, i think that that i don't know if i put i think that's part of the like giving so yeah i think that that's possible or like in sort of like with fingers and stuff it's it is someone that prefers the giving or initiating but like it's also not only that or definitively that it's
0: yeah yeah it, th- that might be one expression but that there are many yeah. others and not all of them are penetrative mm. and yeah, yeah. but in in a in a gay context like It's about penetration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um,
1: um. Well, yeah. I guess I was going to say there's you know oral top, which that's like still putting your dick inside something.
0: Which, by the way, that's you're you're two for two now on taking on taking the things I was going to talk about. Yoink. Okay, go ahead. Do you want to say stuff? Okay. More like Mike is super ignorant and just kind of guesses, but doesn't actually know what is an oral top because the I see that on Scruff and and Grinder pretty often, and like. Is that just like the polite way to say I like getting blown? Yeah. What, because it's weird to me. It's weird to me. Like, you are not the oral one. Why are you, Why is... I just... The... oral? It's a top who wants oral. So it'd be an oral, like an oral leaning
1: top. Oral top.
0: Yeah. I...
1: In the act of oral, I want to be the top, the person that puts my dick inside a hole. Okay. I.e. mouth.
0: Is there the implication there that they don't like to be an anal top? Like, if somebody puts that in their profile, can you assume that that's specifically what they what they are into the most?
1: I would assume if they're putting that in their profile, they are not not that they like, won't, or don't, or can't, um, but more that either that's what they're looking for or that's their preference. Mm. If you don't put in in like if you wanted both anal and oral as a top, you'd probably just put top.
0: Okay, so slightly related question: Is oral bottom the like I like to give blowjobs? I've never because
1: seen that like written out like
0: that. Oral bottom. Oral bottom. Yeah. But,
1: Like yeah, just like like power bottom. Like you you hear that. You don't hear power top as much because it's just like kind of presumed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: yeah, but yes, technically, I think.
0: And then you're I w- correct. I wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that we sometimes call our butts our bottom.
1: I was thinking about that, too, because like it, instead of tops and bottoms, like shouldn't it be dicks and bottoms? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. I don't know there. Are, but yeah. Yeah. Should we should like back up in the gay world? Like the lesbian explanation, I think, is very close to the gay world. Um, but yeah, it is not a uh, physical position. You are not physically on top of them. I mean, if you're having sex with them, you are hopefully. But like, <laughs> uh, but it's not about your physical position. It's who's
2: inserting what and where.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: According to Urban Dictionary, oral top has two separate definitions, uh, which conflict. One of them is someone who only enjoys receiving fellatio, not giving it. The other is a gay or bi male. It's kind of a narrow. I'm just reading what they wrote, Mm -hmm. Uh, who gives and receives fellatio, but is only a top for anal intercourse, which is what how I like. I'm a top when it comes to anal intercourse, but I'm oral I like to give blowjobs and get blowjobs. Well, I'm glad oral, that somebody
0: else is confused. Thank that would goodness. be oral,
1: comma, top. <laughs> like, the oral is one thing. Oral top
0: is... Well, I, I, I think I've encountered at least a couple of people online who were similarly confused. Oh. So, like, let's, well, we need to clean up our definitions. Even
1: though... Clean up every, every bo- everybody.
0: <laughs> every bottom. Every bottom.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the thing is, even though I'm right, like... Y- the fact that there are multiple interpretations out there means like i mean and that's the thing about all of these like you're you're never going to find
2: <laughs> i'm just laughing at your subtle even though i'm right Well, I, just like preface
0: it with yeah. the assumption
2: that you're right
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i yeah that i that yeah there was no question about that part <laughs> um I, like when i start thinking about this like i started thinking about this on a hey, really Cal. hey my
0: How often do you think about tops? (laughs)
1: Let me count the ways. (laughs) Um, I, and it's like, you know, when you start thinking about like, why do we do this? Like that, you know, the, the labels are, yes, very phallocentric, also very, I mean, which is rooted in the patriarchy. And like, I don't, I don't necessarily need to go too far into that, but like, you know, there, everyone has like so many different like expressions and it means so many different things, but like, but I need to uh, like, those are all the like, I like philosophical explanations. But then when you think about it, it's like, I need to communicate to someone if I want to get fucked or not. And mm-hmm. that's easy. Like, and mm-hmm. these like, mm-hmm. and so we have to find language that makes that easier, but it's important to remember what you're saying. Like you're saying is like, this kind of helps get me in the ballpark of what's going on, but it doesn't, there's no definitive. There's no one. I, I can put this on my profile and I know exactly what you want to do. Unless you write a paragraph.
0: hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. My last question in this. Same... Great. I'm
1: so happy. I'm an expert on tops. <laughs>
0: yeah. I. Su- I mean, was that a safe assumption? I think it was a safe assumption.
1: I mean, I've. <laughs> I have a lot of their DNA inside me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. Um, is. Uh, is it wrong of me to think that when somebody says verse top, that they're probably a bottom? Okay. Because because I have now on multiple occasions, not this year, but like in my he- past or in my flirting online discovered a lot of verse tops that are saying that because they're going, they they're trying to attract a certain kind of person to fuck them.
1: Hmm. Um, um, yeah, I, I, uh, there's the joke that like verse bottoms are just bottoms. Like they're not, I don't see, I don't, I've not heard that as much about verse tops. Hmm. Um, yeah, maybe they're just trying to show up in the search results. Like,
0: as somebody who, has, who identifies as verse like i don't feel the need to qualify it like what's the point like is there is there a kinsey scale that's top first top verse verse bottom bottom I, yeah because, i would like, love <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> okay go ahead a top kinsey scale I mean, like yeah there should be i mean yeah like again yeah I, I i think it makes sense to like uh, most people are verse like that's just in the gay world in general most is people that true? are Do you verse. Have data for that no i had gata for that once before
0: okay right that i Great.
1: remember and yeah so what you're trying to say like I, I don't know if you're you're saying so i think you're saying something very specific if you just say top or if you just say bottom i think you're like that's more of a again like there's you know there's going to be lots of shades of gray Ew. um mm-hmm. in it but like When you get into the verse, that's the like, well, what are you actually looking? I mean, even if you're just being very clear about I'm verse, like, what are you looking for in that moment? Or what happens if you we meet up and you just got a juicy booty that I can't not get inside of or, you know, there's
2: like so. Yeah. Please refer to episode 174, Versatile, where we talked even more about this. Oh, Oh, great. And I proposed a basically a Kinsey scale for. Oh, great. Versatility.
0: It did sound familiar as it was coming out of my mouth.
2: Yeah. Top. Top verse, verse top, verse, verse bottom, bottom verse, oh. bottom.
0: Oh, even more steps. You even yeah. have the
1: order of verse and top as yeah. affecting the... Yeah. Huh.
2: So do you lean more bottom, but you're a little bit verse? Or do you lean more verse, but you're a little bit bottom? Hmm. Yeah. Just so, you know, people can communicate clearly. <sighs> mm-hmm. oh. Not say things like oral top that can be
0: misconstrued. Great.
1: <laughs> okay, great. What <laughs> What is your deep sigh for,
0: Mike? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I just... I Okay, I was telling Dan... I didn't think I was going to talk about this uh, at all. I was telling Dan before you got here when we were setting up that, like, I've been feeling really good about myself lately and wanting and seeking attention online and liking that, and I've been insanely crazy horny, and, like, you can't do anything about that right now, Mike. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been... I know everybody's struggling, and my struggles are not unique, and I, I don't want to, like
1: but it doesn't invalidate
0: whatever you're going through. Like, well, so it's just been, it's been kind of a lot lately. And it makes me wonder if like, is this what having a normal sex drive is like? <laughs> and, like what do people do feeling like this all the time? Because fuck it's, yeah. it is distracting. It is I Anyway.
1: Yeah. I, th- I Maybe. Yes. Maybe.
0: Yes. That's what just like life is like for a lot of us.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, s- strict, or sex to asexuals. Sorry, this episode is not for you, yeah. unless it's an empirical, just <laughs> looking at us through the Jane Goodalling us and <laughs> seeing what we're like. But yeah. um yeah.
0: Anyway, that's the Mike doesn't know what these things. mean oh, section was that,
1: <laughs> was that a segment? Do you?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you want me to say more stuff? I feel like I've yeah, been talking about.
0: I, re- I really only have one. It's okay. I like. I I legit you can cut all this of course i i I legit wanted to talk about lesbian tops versus bottoms and and what that means and but you could oh shit you you covered it all so that's fine totally fine i wanted to talk about these like definitions Mm. that don't make sense to me in in apps and i think we sort of did that it was awkward but we did it (laughs) so i really only have like one more segment and a joke so um,
1: (laughs) um okay well now i'm gonna give you some gata okay great this, but this is this will put the gay in gay yeah. If you're expecting like a super hot discussion about tops, I don't know. This might be. You should listen to
0: fucking dance Patreon segment. <laughs> <type of laughs> <word>. True.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where, what is your segment
2: called? <laughs> My segment is tip top top tips for my top
1: tops (laughs) and if that doesn't explain exactly what it is then rewind and listen to that a few more times and you'll get it um okay so i went on a little bit of journey with the gata and i'm i'm gonna take you along with me okay um get on top get on well i'm on top you ride me with me i don't (laughs) ride along i don't know what i'm saying okay uh First of all, on the Wikipedia page, they refer to data that t- talks about the percentage of tops and bottoms in various states, like by state. What? So. What? I looked at that and it turns out it's, it's a bad methodology. It's based on like how many gay.com profiles are in each state, which like that is not a representative sample or what have you.
0: Okay. Also, what?
1: Interesting. Oh, the, yeah, it would tell you how many, but I would expect there to be more bottoms in a state because like they're more likely to be out more likely to have a profile than
0: so my guess before you like reveal Oh,
1: I have no date on this, so you can
0: Oh, my, my guess would be that the states that we think of as being butch mask states are actually the ones that have the most bottoms in them. Like I would I would expect it to be like Mississippi or something like that. It has the and, most bottoms. And we
1: wouldn't know, and gay.com profiles is not is not a good representation for how many are in the state overall. So there's bad methodology also when I clicked to the link, uh, straightacting.com is the reference source. And now it gives acting tips like that's the website it's it must not be what it was before because it tells you how to act yeah like actually just act for an audition <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> I don't, so
0: um so uh an episode of will and grace didn't jack have to learn how to act straight for something i like-
1: yeah i don't there was something else too was it bojack horseman mm-hmm. was he learning how to act gay this segment is called Kyle Guesses Episodes of BoJack Horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's really enjoyable. Um, okay, so the data that I that data that I did find um, to talk about tops uh, in in honor of tops everywhere worldwide um, is quote. Recognition and Construction of Top, Bottom, and Versatile or- Orientations in gay, bisexual, men, Gay-Bisexual Men by David A. Moskowitz and Michael E. Roloff. This is published in the Archives of Sexual Behavior in 2016. Roloff. Roloff. I got twin Glock Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah. Roloff. Cock pack Me and my... Let's put that on the list. Homies I don't even know what it's gold. called. <laughs> Roll out by Ludacris. Great. On the list. I... Uh, when I was a kid, loved that song and like memorized the lap the rap verses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. I'm so um, proud of you.
1: Thanks. Yeah, this is how I spent my time. Um, previous studies of tops versus vo- bottoms tended to focus on penis size. Mm. I, I remember talking about that in the past of like...
0: There is the implication that like the guy with the bigger dick is the top, which is so super duper not right in actuality.
1: Yeah. But, yes. Like, yes. Actually, that we should have like just start, yeah started talking about like wh- why are people tops or bottoms? Or maybe... Yeah. So I'll, I'll have you guess. Yeah. And it's uh, penis size. The fact that studies look at that is it like again phallocentric, and also is not actual representation of the gay community like i don't know who's i don't know maybe if i were a gay researcher i might start there but yeah i don't know so it, yeah it's just that's what all the studies were so this study helped to expand beyond that so what uh, they found that i'll give away one part they found that penis size does not correlate to if you're top or bottom mm, mm-hmm There are other things that do though. What do you? What like why? What what makes someone a top? What thing would predict whether they're a top? And it's not necessarily. They looked at physical characteristics and also like behaviors, feelings, like others. So think beyond just like you're tall or short or whatever.
0: Well, are are there physical characteristics on this list? Are you telling me to not? They uh, they
1: they studied physical characteristics that was included amongst the things. So that's
0: okay. I weird okay. I don't know how to draw the curve to make it make sense in in like a video format much less here on the on the audio podcast but like I think of like little little guys as having like Napoleon top syndrome hmm. like like they have this intense desire to dominate because they're little hmm. um so I actually then would think that it would be inversely proportional to height.
1: Oh, but like up to a certain point. But up to like, a certain point. I don't. Uh, no, it did, didn't say anything about height no. being related to it. But I do um, have a uh, hookup sex friend, a fuck mm-hmm. buddy. That's what I. I don't even. I haven't used him <laughs> recently. I don't even remember the word for this anymore because <laughs> I haven't had sex in so long. Um, I have a fuck buddy that's like more than a foot shorter than me, mm. and that is. Both irrelevant and he's like jacked. That's all that mm-hmm. that matters. Mm-hmm. And so like it's weird because it's like it's not weird at all. I'm like I like his body type. He likes mine, and it and it works. But I yeah. but definitely like
0: uh, I it, have you ever said to him, "I'll be your tree, climb me."
1: I haven't, and I won't. and <laughs> <Grins> sad. <laughs> um, um, I could. I'll tell him I'll be your Empire State Building. You can be my blonde girl screaming or what, <laughs> whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um great.
1: No, uh I I've used this line I've had to use this line multiple times. I think this is like because I'm tall and also tend to want to bottom, people have asked me on apps, you don't mind that I'm short or like clearly you know they're worried I'm guessing so they've gotten flack for from other guys of like not being tall enough to top. And my I, that's crazy to me and what I say to them is true everyone's the same height when they're lying down yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you're, like if you're on top of me i don't it does not matter how tall you are that is irrelevant to this situation mm-hmm. like i don't understand if i'm like i don't know just do it doggy style so you can't see that i don't know what like i just don't understand why you your height would need to connect to
0: mm-hmm. i don't know interesting um so it's not height not height okay great um, no that
1: was yes that was a very long answer to not height <laughs>
0: um how about oh man i'll just throw it out there because it popped in my head gayish uh, <laughs> uh uh socioeconomic status is inversely proportional to topness like a poor guy's top <laughs> that's, where, <laughs> that's where i'm gonna go <laughs> <laughs>
1: explain i don't i don't know if i don't
0: know if that was one of their studies but i need your rationale well i I had that thought about how like and i'm making the mistake of associating top and bottomness with dom and subness but there's that whole thing about like the people that pay the most for dominatrices is our ceos Mm -hmm. like that there's a that that and then my brain makes the incorrect association that if you're sub, you must want to be a bottom. And if being a CEO makes you sub, then having money makes you a bottom. It's a it's a very it's yeah. a fucked up math equation. But like yeah. that's that's where my weird brain went.
1: You're also I know you know that you're like this is incorrect. like it's also using the most extreme cases as a representation yeah. for a large group. So for if sure. anyone's tracking the the logical fallacies in that, but um, yeah. yeah that- <laughs> poor poor guys top (laughs) because we pay them to on on our bait bus (laughs) videos that's that might (laughs) bait bus industry has Uh. shifted the dynamics now um uh i'll tell you so um uh something else that is not correlated is race Mm. um yeah it said it is it may activate differences in sexual behavioral dynamics but it's not a predictor of sexual position label so it makes sense like race does play a role in your hookups because there's you can't get away from race even in a sexual like one-on-one sexual counter still plays a role in your in that dynamic but it's not going to decide if you're top or bottom yeah um two direct predictors finding bottom bottoming to be pleasurable
0: well okay Do it if you like it.
1: If it feels good. Yep. Yep. Um, And the importance of sexual control dynamics.
0: The importance of sexual control dynamics. So how is
1: it important is it to you to be in control?
0: And wanting to be in control makes you the top? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, they, I mean, they didn't say that specifically. But oh my God, presume. we
0: cannot talk about this on the show, but that mm. really explains a couple of people in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I you mean right now, have don't you? you? You don't have to, don't have to say any more for me because, yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that to me really makes sense as like, if you're really trying to understand, if you're trying to get beyond the stereotypes of what is a top, what's what makes someone a top, how can you tell... Yeah, it does sound basic, but like sometimes we forget some of these basics of like, does it feel good to get fucked? And for some people, the answer is no, or I'm indifferent or what have you. And that has to be there to for you to want bottom.
0: Yeah, I think this is a great segue, actually. Oh, great. The the thing I wanted to talk about is I think that we as a show should agree. And like, let's talk about it. If you don't agree that we should try to shift our language so that top and bottom are verbs, not nouns. Mm. i i think that the identity is actually stupid and maladaptive uh, and
1: oh i thought you're saying that tops are stupid and bottoms are maladaptive <laughs> like are you are you stupid or maladaptive yes that actually might work now that i'm i think I'm, verse. I'm both of those things
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, but but like but like uh, b- maladaptive seeking stupid <laughs>
0: I just think there are are multiple people like the person whose name we're not saying that like, I think that they have gotten wrapped up into this identity that it is who they are as opposed to what they do. And it makes it really hard, I think, to then Mm. experiment, try other things, feel comfortable with the idea of maybe being penetrated, that there's like, once you start saying and communicating to other people, I am a top. I think that it does something to a person and I don't think that that's. Good.
1: Hmm. I I think, I think there are a lot of things that, and this is a perfect example. There are going to be people for whom it is. The label is important and it is part of their identity. And I'm not talking, uh, there's going to be plenty of toxic people, especially in the top side of like thinking that has to do with masculinity. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, there are going to be people that like, this is my identity. It's important to me. It's, it's an important statement of myself or, or what have you. And, there's a whole separate group of people, which I would guess is more people that, yeah, it's more just a verb or a thing I do. And I, th- I actually think about this in relation to like uh, being gay. Uh, there are some people that are like, uh, just because I'm gay doesn't mean that's the only thing I will, like would talk about or should answer questions. Or like, it's just part of who I am. And I'm realizing I have made being gay, uh, I'm, I'm different than that. I am making that a very important, being gay is a very important statement of my identity. I am putting that forward i'm going to put that in your face i'm going to be open and out Mm, top energy (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to be open and out about it and that's okay too you know like so yeah so just people identifying as something because it's a really important label is different than yeah the act of just or or just a thing you happen to
0: be yeah
1: but i i I like the use of the defaulting to a verb like
0: yeah yeah i I think it's I'm stupiding tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to maladaptive a little bit later, I think. Um, I also wasn't sure quite how to insert it into this <laughs> conversation, but I, I also, I wanted to talk about um, how my relationship to my topness has changed over time. Oh, and um, let's talk about your topness. Yeah, Mike. Th- th- but it's about, it's about, I think it's about the verb instead of the identity, but um, let's see.
1: Go ahead. I forgot in the gata section, which I'm curious, talking about uh, my, my, this is like a children's book, like Mike loses his topness and he has to go and see, <laughs> is it behind this bush? No, it's not. That's your first wife. Um, okay. Uh, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> it was a burning bush. Was <laughs> oh, I thought because she had chlamydia. Um, men's sexual position self-label was learned over a 15 year time span. Mm. that's what the study said so they looked at the time of first same-sex uh sexual interaction and time of first bottoming as well and they say 15 years
0: wow wait it takes 15 years for a person like that's an average for a person (laughs) yeah they
1: said men's sexual position self-label was learned over a 15-year time span
0: i'm running out of time kyle i've only been out for 12 years (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking that too
1: no i didn't i didn't don't have any more to, to to give okay tops um uh, but i don't yeah i've not been out for 15 years so maybe i don't know yet mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who knows what i'll become who knows this is my revival. That's a line from the Selena Gomez song. I have something exciting to tell you in my gayest and straightest section about Selena Gomez, but we'll save that for later. Um, Dan, don't do that. <laughs> um, okay. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Your Mike is seeking his topness. Yeah. Well, first I'm going to sing
0: sugar pie, honey bunch. You know that
1: I love you.
0: That should be your favorite band.
1: Can't help.
0: My, who? The That song is by The Four Tops. <laughs> <laughs> should be your favorite band um there's a song or there's a band called the four tops yeah from motown it's just from the 60s and oh 70s, my god right? i love it yeah um yeah okay my my topness so um i have a rather embarrassing and that's why i want to talk about it uh thing for a long time i didn't like the top because i couldn't stay hard mm-hmm. and um a lot of the psychology of it i think was because i had never had good enough experiences as a bottom to not assume that i was hurting the other person when i topped them and i can i couldn't get over the thought of like i'm hurting this person sure they're pretending they like it or they're like the 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 things that they're asking me to do they don't really mean it like i w- it was a really fucked up like psychological
1: wow game. no that's yeah that's really interesting because that like i mean Which a total top wouldn't care. A true total top. (laughs) A
0: true total top would just like, yeah, I mean, do
1: you you find that? Does that hold true? Like, if you broaden the scope of that thought process, does that hold true in other areas? Like, do you doubt what people say directly to you because they might not be telling the truth or you have had a bad experience? So you assume other people are as well?
0: I think I'm getting better at it as I like try things and inspect my own experience and, um, like despite having a broken prostate, I do enjoy bottoming and enjoying that has led me to be a better top because that part of me that was like, oh, I'm hurting this person realizes that like if you're doing your job right, it doesn't hurt. And in fact, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's that's really helped. Um, it's just w- interesting to me that how sexual dynamics can
1: be reflective of bigger like they just heighten. They're just a very heightened state of. A lot of different things that are at play all the time so that's interesting
0: yeah. and i i also over the years from time to time uh have had uh erectile dysfunction medication hmm. and it 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 has helped it helps it helps a lot
1: oh and you don't like poppers so that doesn't matter to
0: you right do do poppers help you get an erection
1: no it's don't do poppers if you're taking any like Vigar, oh, any kind of ed yeah. medication because yeah. your heart will stop and
0: you will die yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I know that this is a thing. When I take a Viagra, my dick is enormous. Like, like it makes a it makes prove a, it. it. It like like when it makes you harder. Like the point of that drug is to make you harder. It fucking do, yeah, it does it. Um,
1: that's it, your that's your penis's natural state.
0: I don't. I mean, it doesn't happen like that when I'm jacking off. Like, uh-huh. like anyway, anyway, hmm. it's it's like a lot to handle, but. <laughs> To sum up, to sum up, I really think that if there are people out there who are like me and having a hard time topping because of their concern for the other person's experience, that's valid. And I really believe people say this all the time, but I really believe you should bottom Mm -hmm. because that will hopefully in the hands of the right person who doesn't hurt you and takes their time and gives you a good experience can help you to learn that that empathy is misplaced that it it can be fun that it is fun that you're doing them a favor by sticking (laughs) it in there like
1: (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) um the the important like asterisk or like qualification that is uh, yes try it but also your first experience bottoming like i don't know i would say for a
0: lot like they talk. yeah like they stick their head out just a little bit and they bottom once and it's horrible so they go back in their shell forever because they had one bad bottoming experience oh
1: no like, I, I yeah i was gonna say like yeah if you're um uh if you the first time you bottom may not be like you're like tense or worried or like it, that that may not be reflective of general bottoms experience so, yeah i mean i think that like even if you don't want to bottom like the tip there is <laughs> um like like communication and checking in with someone like in while you're having sex like yeah. yeah and if you're a top then you can like you get to like say shit that sounds hot um like how's that feel or tell me you like it or uh, I guess tell me like it is more demand instead of a question but like you get to say shit like that to like then they to actually get feedback do you like it here or there do you want me to do this like you know
0: yeah it's really difficult sometimes mm. like it's it's a vulnerable position right to mm-hmm. to say what you like or See, want and
1: i'm the opposite like the t- because i also like <laughs> incorrectly associate top and dom or maybe because that's what i want in it like a, just a hookup like is both of those things that like i, I think the top has all the lead they get to do whatever they want like they so they oh. don't have any they're not the vulnerable ones they can do what they want
0: that's so interesting. I mean, because there are those memes and, and 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 like culture. What am I trying to say? I have heard lots of times before that like the bottom is the one who's in charge, right? Mm. And like, I think I try to think like that. I think that there are bottoms that don't like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Uh, in charge. I think. Thinking reframing it that way helps, especially in the idea of consent. Like if you're the, the fact that, whoa, you're, you're the bottom or oftentimes you're a woman. So you, you know, your, your pleasure is secondary or who knows if you actually like it. Like the, the idea of they are in control. They get to say when they like it or don't like it. Well, actually both people get to do that. So I think, yeah, it is important to emphasize that the receptive partner in any situation also has equal authority to say what they like and don't like and and that can be hard but (laughs) um
0: i love our episodes where we snicker a whole bunch yeah sorry people
1: hate that because you're there and i think that also speaks to like there there's differences even in my mind of like what do i want out of a hookup versus in general Mm. and like jokes that i make about tops or guys that i'm into like definitely would be down to fuck them. Like, but that's not what I'm in general going to look for in a relationship and not going to be my typical sex and probably not going to be the best sex that I have because it's actually going to be with someone that's a little bit different. So like, you know, I think just the assumption about what a top means is can be incorrect or can be based on what you want out of a
0: hookup or what have you. Yeah. When you fantasize about like your 10 bros
1: fucking me one at a time.
0: Sorry, what? What were you going to ask? When you fantasize about like your future relationship, who is that person on the the fucking Dan Kinsey scale of topness?
1: Um, I don't know. What's Ryan Reynolds? Where's he falling? <laughs> <laughs> Where's he in this list? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, something that is important for an actual relationship will be more on the top side in relationship. And this is where I think people think that I'm lying when they just assume I'm bottom, and and a lot because of big reason I don't. Top more is anxiety and, mm. and dick problems. And yeah. that we've talked about anxiety in general before. We've even talked about this specifically, but like a lot of guys get that kind of topping anxiety. And I have such anxiety overall in general, I don't know how to I don't know if I can or would be able to resolve that with a one time hookup or a first time meeting someone. Sure. Um and it takes me so I am actually more versed than people I think would think or would joke about in a relationship yeah. because I'm more comfortable with them. Yeah. And so that can, can fall away because like when you're with someone that you like know and care about and com- communicate with, if it doesn't work, then cool, let's do other shit. There's plenty of other things. My fingers also go into your butt. Like, you know, there's lots of other things you can do, but, um, but I do would want someone who tends more towards top.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah. in a partner. What would you want in a long-term partner?
0: You know, I joke about this, but I don't think I'm joking. I I, what I what I would want would be like a verse bottom with just a massive dick like I (laughs) I I want I I want like
1: you want like a handle to hold on to yeah
0: yeah I really I really do enjoy that a lot and like I would want it in me every once in a while but like it's a lot like like preparing the bottom for somebody who's enormous is, is like it's a journey. Yeah. It's like
1: you're a Christmas and Easter bottom.
0: <laughs> I want to be a Christmas and Easter bottom.
1: Um, I can I yeah. say that. Okay. The last thing I want to say is um, I posted on our Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell me you're a top without telling me you're a top. Great. I love it. You know, Have you seen people doing all this? I'm sure that I'm not the only one to. I'm sure there are plenty of other people that have done it, but I um, wanted to use our own um, responses to this. So I'm going to read you some of these. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my favorite one is k okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a millennial top
1: <laughs> maybe um another one I eat whatever I want whenever I want um an- in- including my ass <laughs> you need an hour but I'm ready now and can be over in ten <laughs> <laughs>
0: um it's a journey kyle i'm telling you
1: <laughs> i drink bourbon neat wear leather jackets and jeans and i hate opera i'm great sure. um mm-hmm. someone else said sup bro mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh ooh, someone said silence hole ooh. Ooh, ooh. <laughs>
0: you and dan both yeah, you're re- <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: and someone said tops can't read so they won't be able to answer this <laughs> Um I should have like said the people that I don't know. There are a lot of people. Um That's fantastic. Uh okay. Something that I wanted to talk about though, kind of broadening the the scope of this a little
0: bit is Let's make this conversation even girthier, Kyle. Here we go. (laughs) Let's
1: open up really (laughs) wide for this bigger conversation. Um I I make these kind of jokes about tops and bottoms. Mm -hmm. Uh I think they're funny. Also Jokes, a lot of those jokes are based on stereotypes. People's responses there are purely based on the stereotypes. Like, every single one of those is based on a stereotype about top. None of them were like, "Yeah, my penis feels good inside a soft, warm, you know, like like a literal. So, I'm cool with it. I'm fine with it. I think it's funny. Also, those can contribute to the reason we have these stereotypes. Or perhaps it is the underlying jokes or those things that are the reason that those exist and yeah. is that bad then to joke about tops and bottoms like that yeah and does that perpetuate the stereotypes that we're trying to deconstruct
0: it's not dissimilar from the way that we utilize gayest and straightest in our in our show like we we've, we've talked about it before i don't think we have in know in a while so we'll throw it out there again part of the point when kyle and i do that at every episode is that hopefully it shows that it's ridiculous yeah like it, and, we're, we're, we're trying to make fun of the idea that there is your gayest thing and your straightest thing because being gay is about banging other dudes if you're a dude or whatever. Yeah. Like, um,
1: and the fact that we do anything like it's really around saying the straight stereotype that's like, oh, you think that gay people are like this. Well, sure. I do some of that shit, yeah. but also I do this other shit that you assume only straight dudes do. So yeah, we all contain multitudes.
0: Yeah. and Great. Hopefully, <laughs> and four as, tops. As, as, as a top once said to me, "Sometimes shit happens." <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we didn't talk about that at all, right? We didn't talk about a whole bunch of stuff, Kyle. But I think I liked I liked this episode.
1: Oh, oh, great! <laughs> we're still in, we're still in it. So, <laughs> um, I I skipped over one thing that maybe. Uh, speaking of, okay i i i had a, a more i won't get into it there, where um, they talked to people who were total tops mm-hmm. and asked them why mm-hmm. and so there were interesting things i think we talked about you know could be dick not working could be they don't just don't get any pleasure out of it they could just they just like it better but in the answers one of them was a drag queen frida a drag queen um who um uh, she's a top because and i don't know if i don't know what pronouns it, it talked about her drag persona when in the articles all you see but um uh was a total top just because she didn't like bottoming it was Mm -hmm. just not her she just didn't like it as much she liked topping wasn't that it was painful she just preferred to top and a lot of people like speaking of the stereotypes assume to to learn that a drag queen is a total top is like a big fuck you to all the stereotypes that you would make about three or ten different things so Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed that that example.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's I, awesome.
1: I think to answer my question or what I'm kind of thinking about, like I think it's I think things that we do intentionally, like Gaius and Stratus, are good because they're they're using the stereotypes to make a point. Mm. Um and some people disagree people <laughs> just know and and that's i understand the disagreement and i understand where that comes from i think we are trying to make a point by referencing this i think there are other jokes that are probably easier or like this tweet that i twatted is like so easy just to like you know i didn't i don't know that i contributed much to the conversation by posting that or it wasn't new original so like yeah. i don't know yeah yeah but yeah. it's also fun i don't know never mind i'm like going back and well, forth how about but, the
0: corollary like b- bottoms because bottom shaming is such a thing and like when we do that episode which is also on our calendar yeah is it going to be is it going to be as are we going to be as free with the jokes that are critical Mm. i feel
1: i feel way better for me yes like i I, there's i'm i'm kind of learning the zones where i have more leeway to make jokes and Mm -hmm. definitely this podcast has helped and there's certain things around race that i've learned like that's not what i get to make fun of or if i do i should probably make fun of white people because there's plenty of to make fun of us about like Mm -hmm. um but for me tops and bottoms is in the zone of things i'm allowed to make fun of and make social commentary about or make jokes about like that's not i I can still that's not to say i'm right about everything i say i can still make bottom shaming jokes that are bad i can still fuck up but i just give myself a little bit more license to to talk about it there because i'm kind of in my zone
0: yeah yeah
1: it reminds me, we. this is a whole other thing, uh, Gays Over COVID
0: yeah.
1: um, is very focused on, per, it's it's not only white gay men, but they're a, a majority cis white gay men. So I feel really good about Gays Over COVID, pointing that out. And I think my opinion on that thing is very important and relevant because it's like, this is my community that is affecting some of the more marginalized groups within the LGBT community. So I'm totally fine shaming those people and pointing them out and and showing their hypocrisy. Like you know, there, there's some that that's what like that just came up to mind because like I was thinking about like what what is in my wheelhouse of calling out or making fun of or commenting on?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Should we do a shrinkage about that?
1: I was thinking about that. I also don't know like what uh, there people have talked about a lot. It's like a little bit less in the news, but yeah. maybe.
0: We didn't strike when the iron was hot. No. And the twinks were hot. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I think. Did, did, did we do it? Yeah. Did he come? <laughs>
1: <laughs> T- Tops, let us know if you if you got there. <laughs>
0: um, should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> a break to top. To top. Mm. <laughs> this is the
2: part where Mike and Kyle
1: take a break.
0: So are we back?
1: We're back. We're back. We're top. We're
0: sure.
1: <laughs> um we're going to do
0: our the rates. We're going to do our the rates, but first our website. But first but first, god damn it. <laughs>
1: It's the podcast we're doing together. Oh, should, um, oh. We said we we're going to say it up top, but then oh, I got sure. too excited about tops. So, um we uh mentioned it on our last episode, but we are doing a new podcast called Have a Nice Gay and it is going to come out on January 25th. Monday,
0: so, January the 25th and every day after that.
1: Yeah, for uh, no guarantees yeah. on 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 the length. Uh but yeah, we will do daily games tips, not tips at all. Um I'm still thinking about tops. We might. Um mm-hmm. motivational shit is just something that like I'm not great at being super positive and optimistic and I want something that's both optimistic and not an annoying self-helpy way. Yeah. Um and also but that also makes me feel great about being gay. Yeah. I feel like I've only just recently learned like good things about being gay what i actually enjoy about being gay um, tops tops <laughs> and it's and it's the four tops yeah. <laughs> um and so this is going to be like a bunch of stuff to make you both happy and happy that you're gay
0: yeah and we're calling it an audio snack because it's five minutes or less and will make you feel better because your blood sugar's fucked up
1: yeah yeah <laughs> yep Yep. So have a nice gay. Find it on. It should be on most uh, podcasters by now, but yeah. uh, you can listen to the trailer there and subscribe so that you start getting it when we put it out. And, and thank you to the one weirdo who
0: gave the trailer a five star review. Thank, yes. If you <laughs> have
1: such faith in us <laughs> that I don't have in myself, it's already. Um, but yeah.
0: Well, and that's going to be have a nice dot com. But our website is gayishpodcast.com.
1: All of our social media is at Gayish Podcast. We're on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter.
0: Your mom. Did you hear me your mom? (laughs) (laughs) Our hotline. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails. It's 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply.
1: Our email is GayishPodcast at gmail.com. And our
0: physical mailing address is Post Office Box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. And I did not go this week. So if somebody mailed us a puppy, it did.
1: Oh no <laughs> <laughs> Unless they put plenty of food in there. Oh no, but then it's in a shit box. Yeah. Anyway, um tops. Top <laughs> in a shit box. In a shit box. <laughs>
0: great. Mike, do your gay sister. Okay, great. The um the gayest thing about me this week, um I ordered a wrestling singlet just to like because uh, c- I was interested and thought that I would try it out and was kind of into it. Like uh, I don't think I don't think it's like a I don't think it's like fetish level, like really, really into it. But, Yet, but 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 I I really I like enjoyed it. I put it on and that was fun, and then I liked how I looked in it and that was fun. Like it was great. Like, would you want uh like the wearing part, or would you like want to wrestle someone? Oh no, I don't. Mm-mm. Maybe I would wrestle somebody. That ch- that turned one eighty very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> yes i just keep it on your yeah. possibility yeah. List. what are you doing after the show kyle <laughs> no <laughs> okay um yeah that was fun and like giving it to that impulse too i think is the is the gayest thing like like i'm i live alone and i'm gay i do what i want if that's like try shit out i'm gonna try shit out
1: yeah especially like is a great time to like try clothes you one or wearing or doing or you know that kind
0: of shit the straightest thing about me this week uh uh, on our discord server i made a canadians only channel oh you made that yeah i I did (laughs) yeah yeah um and just the that's not the straightest thing but in there they started talking about shitty american beer and so the straightest thing about me this week is defending (laughs) my pbr habit to the discord canadians (laughs) and um just like no it's awesome bro because like it's beer like it anyway i just it, yeah, dude, let's yeah. drink that beer. <laughs> yeah. High five, PBR. God. Natty
1: Light at the frat party. No, Get not, some pussy. Not Natty Light. Come on now, Kyle. do would be
0: ridiculous.
1: <laughs> that's what we always had at the Texas frat parties. Natty Light was the. Which, like, is that cooler to say Natty Light than, like,
0: Natural Light? Natural Light? I don't beer? know. No. It just straight guys what are you gonna do anheuser bush anyway go ahead
1: um my straightest is uh, the, the lesbian sex in my dream last night
0: oh wow um was but it, the researching for this episode like got in there no because, like a top should have <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: it was in the broader context of just general like sex and curiosity or something because like there were there were gay people and exploring and having sex and like I was like back in college in a in a one hundred and one class and everyone started like having sex and exploring new things so oh. it was more about that so there were like definitely gay people and gay sex but also there was like a um, what's it called human caterpillar of of mm. women what <laughs> human I, ma, ma? human centipede it's human centipede of women like <laughs> eating each other and what.
0: I'm just very disturbed. Those movies. I can't not think about those movies. No, and that was what I was referencing. I, I, but yeah, I just like... Oh. You know what happens in this movie? Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm
1: the same. Like that grosses me out. Like I even think about. I've never seen it. I sometimes think about that movie and like get disgusted. But anyway, God. they were eating each other. Out. Um, uh, the gayest thing is I've been very excited to tell you about this, and it's is it because I said it's about Selena that you're giving me? Like, um, Dan was looking at me very excitedly. He's excited and happy to hear this information. Um, <laughs> 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 um, I didn't. Interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was interviewing for a contractor roll it uh-huh. uh, which will again bring back the bleeping. I
0: thought you were going to say that you like got to interview Selena Gomez, and the fact that you got to interview her proves her non-a listness.
1: Oh <laughs> no! Don't don't worry. I didn't interview her, so she's still a candidate. Great. <laughs> um, Uh, Suck on that, everyone we've interviewed, (laughs) (laughs) because apparently that means... I stand by that. I will uh... say that to people's faces. (laughs) Um, So during this interview, it was focused on a search engine, and as the job would be looking at query, like certain types of queries. So as an example, in this interview, he was like, I don't know how to spell this one. It's kind of weird. So I'll send it to you over the chat box. And it was Selena Gomez de una vez which is her new song. And he was, that was the query. Mm. So I was like, Oh, I know what that is. That's her new single. Like I like, and then when you pulled that, like up the search page, I explained exactly how the search page should look. The fact that my Selena, like Selena Gomez, like the second it came up in an interview, I was like, "Yeah," (sighs) and then could just automatically explain to him what was going on.
0: That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. See, Selena Gomez knowledge is helpful in the professional
0: world. Oh, my God. Um, Are listeners gayest and straightest? Yeah, do it. They are non-binary, so I'm interested very much in what has happened here. My gayest <laughs> drinking rosé.
1: Yeah. My
0: straightest playing among us. My very gayest keep making jokes <laughs> about one of the players I'm playing with being my partner. Even gayer, them saying it back. <laughs> I feel like if it weren't for the distance, we'd be together now. They blushed when I told them that I posted this here.
1: Oh that's cute yeah that's adorable rosé man i'm with you yeah. classic it's classic
0: classic yeah um so that's it a special thank you to tops everywhere the four tops <laughs> the
1: the four tops <laughs> that <laughs> that were inside me last night um uh thank you to our super gap bridgers tipsy mcstumbles jerome york cian hazen and chris Catchtorians. yeah and thank you to all these people that research penises and tops.
2: Yeah. <laughs> There's
1: like a decent number of people who studied and answered things about tops. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for your hard
0: work. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's it. This has been Gage from the Chris Catchitorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. And actually,
1: from it this time, because we're inside of it. <laughs> um, I'm Kyle Goetz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be top. I mean, be you, you. See you next <laughs> week.
2: Bye. Tops, see you next week. <laughs> Oh, shit. I'm missing one. I'm going to have to pull it up on my phone.
1: Uh Uh-oh. I think. Yeah. Leave out a top.
2: Yeah. No top left behind? (laughs)